You're listening to Practical Wellness with best-selling author, TEDx speaker, and mind-body wellness expert, Jaya Jaya Myra. Learn how to create good mental, emotional, and physical health simply and naturally with practical lifestyle tips for holistic well-being. Jaya Jaya Myra has inspired audiences worldwide and is here to empower you to live a healthy, purpose-filled life. And now, your host, Jaya Jaya Myra. Hey everyone, Jaya Jaya Myra here. Today I have a very special guest with me. Uh, her name is Susan Ilka Tuttle. She is an author, a green witch, an herbalist, and the owner of In the Woods Botanicals. She's also a psychic medium. So we're going to be talking about all sorts of fun mind, body, spirit stuff today. Totally my jam, as you guys know. Welcome, Susan. It is such an honor to have you here. Oh, thank you so much. It's an honor to be here. So as most authors know, we don't always write books for the money. It's a labor of love. What is it that really motivated you to write your most recent book, which is called Green Witch Magic, Essential Plants and Crafty Spellwork for a Witch's Cupboard? Yeah, well, herbalism and connection to the plants and working with them to make body care products that uh, will help you with your health, your well-being is just something that I naturally do. And I find that whatever endeavors that I explore in my life, I get excited about and I want to share. And whatever it is I'm doing, there's always this calling or this need to be sharing in some form of service. So um I think that is the main reason for the birth of this book because I've learned so much and I wanna get that information out there. And what I have seen um, over the years as we've seen herbalism books and witchcraft books and information become extremely popular, I've noticed this kind of a disconnect um, where I would see you know, witches who are working with plants but maybe have no idea where they came from. So maybe they purchased them from a store um, and they're working with them in their spell work, but they're not really sure, like, where did this come from? How did it grow? I don't really know about this plant. And they may or may not use it in herbalism. And then the herbalism crowd um, is doing their thing, but I'm not really seeing connections, at least on social media, with the witchcraft community. So I feel like there could be such a rich connection. And so I almost kind of feel like this book is hopefully going to help bridge some of that and, and make a connection because I think it could be a powerful one. Absolutely. And I think how you source the ingredients that you use in anything, whether it's for your spiritual tradition or what you're eating is super important because it holds that vibrational frequency. And if that isn't aligned with what you're doing, how, how is your magic or your spell work or your spiritual practice or puja like supposed to work to begin with. And a lot of times people mm. forget that. So I want to back yes. up for a second and have you define witchcraft because that's a loaded word for a lot of people and it yep. doesn't need to be. And I would love to hear uh, how you explain it to people. 
Sure. Um, and sometimes I'll be asked that question. And I mean, the way I respond definitely depends on the person who is asking it. Sometimes people might say, oh, you're a witch. What, what, what does that mean to you? Uh, I'm like, don't worry. Uh, I'm connected to nature. It's all good. I'm not going to hex you. I might say that. Or <laughs> there could be somebody who's genuinely more interested and really wants to know what that means. So I would never, um, you know... I never want to assume what that definition means for someone because it is such a personal term. But in general, I think of a witch as somebody who is deeply connected to nature and also in touch with their own personal power. And that personal power can manifest in a number of ways. Maybe it's through herbalism, like it is you know, for me, or maybe it's psychic work. Maybe it's doing energy work like Reiki. Um, maybe it's activism. It can manifest in any number of ways. And generally those ways are in service to spirit. Um, and then you can take that further. Oh, interesting that just, that just came out. I said, I meant to say in service to it, but it came out in service to spirit, but that actually makes more sense. <laughs> um, and you can expound that um, a bit to say, a witch is either a solitary practitioner, which I am, um, and or you may belong to a coven, to a group of witches uh, for your practice. You may forge a personal path, which I do with green witchcraft, or you may belong to a more uh, traditional group, like say Wicca, for instance. Mm -hmm. So I hope that kind of gives a nice general view. We could certainly talk you know, for hours on what it oh, actually absolutely. means to be a witch, you know, and, but I just hope that resonates for people in some way and that you feel included in some way in the way I just expressed that if you are a witch. I find it so interesting because even the Eastern traditions, when you do a ritual or a puja or a fire ceremony, it is so similar. You're using a host of ingredients with different meanings that are meant to elicit a specific purpose, which is the exact same thing that someone who would identify uh, as a witch or a practitioner of witchcraft would do. It's like literally the exact same things, but yeah. there, is a there is a totally different connotation behind the two of them. And I love what you said about identifying with nature and really understanding your personal power. Because I think a lot of times in the Eastern trends, in the Eastern traditions that gets watered down in worship of divinity, but we forget that that divinity resides inside of us and to awaken divinity on this planet, we need to enliven that that power, that goddess, that God energy inside of us. So I, I really like like the bridging of these things here and helping people to understand how traditions relate to each other and how uh, identifying as a witch or a spiritual practitioner, it's not much different. You know, we're doing things right. in a way that that has the most meaning to us. And at the end of the day, that's all we can all do. You know, we have to identify with what, whatever our calling is. It, it's true. And that's something that we've planned before we even come into our bodies. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Because it's all part of our journey and lesson and thing that we're supposed to experience and share with others. And I love how you are working with herbalism. I'm certain as a psychic medium, you bring that into your practice too. So can you talk yes. a little bit about uh, how your psychic abilities impact your ability to help others? Absolutely. So the interesting thing when we're talking about 
labels, you know, certain witches identify perhaps as a green witch, which I do, or a gray witch. There's glam witch. There's all kinds of. Uh, <laughs> I've yeah, never heard glam witch. You may have to. You may have to uh, explain that one for me. I haven't. Heard I know. That one I know. Before. Well, I know. So, and also <laughs> the term hedge witch. That is one that I've identified with. And um, before you and I started talking, I did mention that labels can be self-limiting, yes, but at the same time, I think they can be valuable because they help to express information. So if I was going to define myself, I might say, I'm a green witch in the hedge. So the green witch part of me is very much connected to nature and herbalism and foraging and gardening. And the hedge witch part of me is the psychic medium part of me. So hedge witches traditionally lived in the hedge or on the outskirts of villages. And that was um, because a lot of times they were ostracized, but also for practical reasons, because they needed access to the forest and what was in the forest to work, you know, their magic. So, and then figuratively, a hedge witch has one foot in the earthly realm and another in the spirit world. And I strongly identify with that aspect of witchcraft. Ever since I was a little girl, I've had a strong sixth sense and connection to spirit, in particular, one spirit on the other side, my great grandmother, my Nana, who passed when I was six. And I had a very powerful dream um, of her at that time. And then my connection to her just grew. And I knew that she was always looking after me and protecting me. And I would have countless amazing experiences with spirit that if I sat down and talked with you, you'd say that that can't be real. That can't have happened, but it did. Um, and as I aged, um, my experiences with spirit became stronger. And I had several encounters that were helping to shape what I was going to become. I also had two really serious accidents that affected my head. <laughs> so I, the anatomy of my head has changed. Um, and interestingly, I had COVID-19 in March of 2020. So right in the very beginning. And shortly after that, um, my psychic abilities became full-blown to the point where it is definitely different where I can feel the line before, before the line where I was psychic and in touch with the spirit world. And then after where now I clearly hear spirit, see spirit, feel spirit. And it's a very tangible, direct kind of way. And uh, my spirit guide, his name is Ike. He's kind of the gatekeeper. So um, he can, I know it's different for all psychics, but he can actually shut the gate so I can function normally. And I don't have spirits constantly coming in and saying, can you help me with this? Can you, you know, reach out to my loved one with this? Because yeah. I don't think I could handle that. <laughs> um, I'm I'm so adamant about protecting my space. Like you yeah. have no idea. I have like boards and boundaries and shields, like not even divinity gets to come into my space without me saying it is okay. I mean, I just want peace mm -hmm. and quiet. So I totally, I totally resonate with that and the ability to shut things off and then open them up. Like when, when you want to have that there. And I love that you just said that because part of me, I, I've always wanted to be of service in the form of a spirit medium. And I would kind of joke with spirit and say, 
in my next life, let's do that. And little did I know that they had bigger plans for me and that I would actually be able to do this. And so all of the things that I thought it would be, I mean, it is, but there's so much more that is, that involves so much vulnerability and um, responsibility, you know? So I realized that, um, I don't take it lightly. You know, there are ethics around it, but then I'm, I had to take a step back and say to myself, wait a minute, you have to consider your own self in this equation too. You need to preserve your own energy, protect yourself and have some boundaries as well. So I'm learning, you know, how best to be of service. I've been giving readings to family, friends, some strangers, um, and they've been really amazing, kind of mind blowing, you know, to them, to me, and very accurate, spot on. And so now it's, I'm thinking about how to best use these abilities in service to people and in service to spirits. So I am going to start doing public readings. I'm ready to do them now, but with COVID and having two kids, I'm constantly a taxi driver. And I'm hoping that in the fall, when they go back to school, I will be able to offer some readings via Zoom um, to get started. My website is Susan Susan Tuttle Spirit Messenger is all set to go. Um, I've just Excellent. got to make it happen, you know? Yeah, absolutely. That's what we all have to do. Uh, I find that even some of the things that I've wanted to do for a while, like they will sit on the back burner until like you really put in that energy and momentum into it and start to really drive something forward. So those yes. things are there waiting. Um, I, I definitely cannot wait to have you back on the podcast again everyone go check out Susan's book. You are going to love this. It is called Green Witch Magic, Essential Plants and Crafty Spellwork for a Witch's Cupboard. Susan, thank you so much for being my guest today. I really appreciate having you here. Thank you. It was such a wonderful experience. You've been listening to another episode of Practical Wellness. Make sure to share with your friends and family and have a great day.